Welcome to the Mully's Place podcast. Tonight, Dave and I are talking about White Day here in Japan. Then we're going to do some remembering of March 11th, 2011, the Great Tohoku Earthquake. And then we're going to finish off with a subject that's still very taboo in Japan, tattoos. So without further ado, let's get on with the show. Hi, Jim. What you up to? Well, I'm sitting next to you. Well, it's White Day today, isn't it? Happy White Day, Jim. Thanks, Dave. Now, this is not a racist thing. White power. White power. No, <laughs> don't burn that cross in here, Jim. That's and a this, fire hazard. And this is take two. And this is, exactly, this is take two. Perhaps take three is on its way. Right. But no, Jim, that's not what White Day is all about. Can you tell us what White Day is, Dave? Well, I I was too lazy to look it up on the internet, but basically it's an extension of Valentine's Day. While I have my A&W root beer. Oh, that was not a fart. He was just opening up his can of root beer. Yeah, White Day is an extension of Valentine's Day. So basically in Japan and maybe Korea, I think they do this in Korea too, uh, Valentine's Day is celebrated in Japan in that... Uh, Females give it to the males. Can we say give it to the males? I thought the males gave it to the females. Well, oh, not that, given. not that give it. Oh, yeah, you mean the, you mean the chocolate, the chocolates yes. and everything. Yes. yes, the women give the chocolate to the men. Yes, exactly. On Valentine's Day, exactly, exactly. And then uh, the men reciprocate on White Day, on White which Day. is which is March fifteenth. Yes, and, and that's fourteenth, fourteenth. And that's something that uh, some young foreign men coming over here, uh, any age foreign yeah. man coming over, especially American or Canadian, yeah. Yeah. Uh, coming over here around February. Mm -hmm. You got a Japanese girlfriend. Mm -hmm. Don't buy her anything for Valentine's Day. Yeah, exactly. Because you're, you're not expected to do it. and Absolutely not. Yeah. But, but the thing that I've always felt is very strange about the whole situation is the colors on Valentine's Day are just like the typical traditional colors used in, in North America and other places mm -hmm. too, where Valentine's Day is red and white and pink mm -hmm. and all that kind of stuff. And those are the gift colors that the, the girl gives to the guy. Mm -hmm. Very feminine, very cutesy colors. Right. Well, today's white day, and the traditional white day colors are blue, a darker blue, usually, and white, which are not all that cute. They're a little right. bit more masculine. And right. you would think it would be the other way around, right. you know. But uh, it was really, I think, developed just as a way for the candy companies, the chocolate companies, to get that much more out of their customers. This is true. This yeah. is true. Yeah. It, it is a good way for them to make money. Mm -hmm. um, there Now, there, there are two types of chocolate. Yes, the one, and, and and I'm really digging into my Japanese here, mm -hmm. the, the one type of chocolate is called Giri Choco. Yeah, Giri Choco. Which is uh, not a love-related chocolate. No, it's an oblig ob obligatory. Obligatory. The obligatory right. chocolate. Mm -hmm, exactly. And you usually get those from co-workers and yeah. students and yeah. stuff like mm -hmm. that. Um, and then what's the other one called? I don't know. Giri Giri Choco? Giri Giri Choco. I want to say... Home something. Ah, I see. I don't. It could I, be home, I home. I don't know. I, I, I don't remember the I word. I used to know it. it yeah. But, but I forgot. Um, but that's the one that's between mothers. Yeah. yeah. Right. Wow. Right. Or or husband and wives. Right. Right. So um, and that that's uh, that's <laughs> that's an obligation sometimes too. <laughs> right. But um, yeah. So there are different kinds of chocolate. And so, like yesterday, I went to the big city. Uh, Shizuoka, and that was the day where all of the food places, and there were special booths set up for mm -hmm. for chocolates and everything. And you know, there are different little packages. Some are you know you can buy for just a little bit of money, and then some are really really expensive. And so I bought some of the 
obligatory, if I can say that word. Uh, and I think I did. Mm -hmm. uh, um, chocolate, and I got some of those. How about you? The the, the chocolate? Yeah. Um, I actually, I only gave chocolate to two people. Where's mine? Dave, you get more than chocolate. Oh. Ho, ho. <laughs> Is there a creamy center to what you're going to give me? <laughs> a, a creamy end. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, the, the chocolate that I got this year um, for my co-worker, mm. uh, Psycho, um, I gave her a, little, a small box of chocolate. That's nice. Um, and then for my wife, mm. um, I gave her some better chocolate yeah. and a flower. Oh, that's nice. And uh, a medium pizza from Domino's. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. That's really nice. Yeah. That's really, really nice. Actually, my wife and I'm children. I'm so romantic. You are. You're very, very, very and, and romantic. I, and I went, with, I went with the one that's got the cheese-stuffed crust. Wow. Yeah. The, the, the crusted stuff with cheese, whatever. Uh, yeah, exactly. Okay. Exactly. We, we get the gist that there's yeah. something inside, it's melty, that will explode That's right. once bitten into That's right. Yeah. And how about you? What did you get for you to go? Actually, um, this week, my daughters and my wife aren't feeling too well. And uh, they were kind of fighting cold and everything. So they couldn't really eat anything. So what I did was I went on um, online and I found a nice cute little certificate. And basically, I, I met, I made them a little coupon, and it's mm. like, "Happy White Day! You're entitled to something sweet, you know, from Daddy." And then for my wife, you know, dinner and drinks and everything. So I made that, and it printed out really, really well. So I didn't want to get them anything to eat when I knew they really wouldn't enjoy right. it. So this way, it's cute, and they know I didn't forget. Well, if you're not feeling good, chocolate ice cream. Yeah, that's true. Ice cream's always good when you're feeling. Yeah, yeah, bad. absolutely. I love, love, love the chocolate, but I didn't, uh, I didn't get as much as I did in the past. Mm. But actually, today is the day when I should have been given stuff. So right. Valentine's Day was actually pretty good. I got a pretty good haul. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I rake it in fairly well at school. Do you? Yeah, my my girls bring bring some chocolate. So. Oh, so your girls? My girls. That what? My high school girls. Uh, you you pimping? That then then then's my, my women. Oh my goodness! I we love my girls. We, well, yeah, I know, and I mean, and I don't mean that in a weird way. No, no, no. My, we, my, yeah, we don't want to get too silly. They're, about they're that. My, my my girls, my, yeah. my friendly girls. They, yeah. they are your friendly girls. Yeah, you know? I love I love them like daughters. Exactly, and I mean, we really are not kidding about and that. And that's the know? funny thing because like I've talked to you know I I, I talk to these girls like they're my friends. Right? Yeah, uh -huh. and I'm like, how old's your father? Forty two. I'm like, oh my god, he's four years younger than me. <laughs> exactly, you <know>? exactly, <laughs> it's exactly. Unbelievable. So these are our daughter, and then and I get that from from the students too. Hey, you're older than my father. Exactly, yeah. but you don't dress like him. Right, right, you right. Know, right. You don't act like him. It's just like, yeah. yeah, that's true. And I'm, but I'm thinking, well, you see him as being old because he's your dad. Yeah, exactly. But I bet he does look younger than me, and he probably dresses younger than me. Oh, I yeah. bet. I, I've got some students that uh, are about the same age, and they dress really well. Right. But uh, most of them also have their wives as their fashion consultants and so their wives like i don't want to be married to an old guy you wear you know wear these clothes japanese women are uh, kind of strict that way aren't they very strict i mean i've got one student who uh, actually was forced to change his hairstyle and basically was forced to start looking at fashion magazines and buy trendy clothes and it worked he's a pretty cool looking guy right yeah it worked all right, so that's uh, love, love relationships in, in yes. Japan, White Day and Valentine's yes. Day. Yes. Um, there's one other thing happened this week. Oh, what? That I kind of wanted to ask you about sure. before, uh, before we get into our other okay. stuff. Um, this week was the third anniversary 
ah. of the great Tohoku earthquake yeah, and tsunami. That's true. And uh, there's been a couple podcasts <clears throat> going around the Jaguar community mm. talking about this. You know, mm. multiple videos across, oh, sure. across the, the Jaguars. Yeah. Um, I didn't make a video this week only because um, I've made them the past two years. And I yeah. figure, you know, my core group of uh, viewers, mm -hmm. my, which you know, I, I don't even like to call them viewers, my, mm -hmm. my friends yeah. that, that watch my videos, mm -hmm. um, they've heard the stories. Yeah. So um, mm -hmm. there's really no reason to repeat them. But um, I thought maybe we could take a minute. Dave, mm -hmm. um, where were you at 246 on March 11th, 2011? Well, again, this is one of those situations. Tell us where your experience. I will. Yeah, this is one of those historic uh, moments that uh, in someone's life. Mm -hmm. that you will never forget and mm -hmm. I was actually at my school uh, teaching a lesson and I teach in a building that's three stories mm -hmm. and I I'm on the second floor and this building is a, a very well-made building and it's it's constructed to move basically to to give uh, for earthquakes and everything so when there is an earthquake it moves more so than I think a lot of other buildings do and that's a good thing right but the higher you up uh, the higher you're up in a building, uh, the more movement there's going right. to be. And so I was teaching an elderly gentleman um, who has since passed away, Oh, actually. So uh, that was sad. He passed away about a year after the earthquake. And we were, we were talking and everything, and it started moving. And sadly, this gentleman um, started kind of panicking. And uh, he actually ran out, not ran out, but he walked very quickly out of the building. And I was desperately telling him, don't do this because there's so many power lines around. Sure. This is the safest place to be right here in this building. Don't leave. And uh, as you remember, the earthquake was very long. Mm. And I have experienced a tremendous number of earthquakes because I'm from Southern California. Uh, there was a big earthquake in Northridge uh, many moons ago. I remember that. And that was very long. Um, that was a very frightening earthquake. More frightening, actually, than, than what we, we felt in Shizuoka. Uh, on March 11th, mm. and um, but luckily he came back and everything was fine, and that was about three minutes before our lesson ended anyway, so he he left, and at that time of course I had no idea the location of it or or the devastation that it was it was uh, causing up in that area of Japan, but I just remember remember that day as um, probably the longest earthquake I'd encountered in Japan. Mm. Uh, not the worst earthquake I'd ever experienced, um, but I also will never forget that gentleman, too, because he was such a lovely gentleman, elderly gentleman, and he, he was very, very, very scared, and I tried to calm him down, and unfortunately, that he, he passed away uh, uh, less than a year after that earthquake as well. That's, That's what I remember. Yeah. Um, I was at school, mm -hmm. and I was sitting at my desk, mm. humped, humped over my desk, uh, looking, looking at my computer screen. And I felt like I was getting dizzy. Ah. And then I realized, wait a minute, this place is shaking. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I looked over two desks down, there was a teacher sitting there, and I said, is that an earthquake? And no, 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 no. And then it really started moving, right? Yeah. Uh -huh. And that's when, oh, it's an earthquake! You know, first, yeah, first exactly. it tells me it's not. And yeah. then, then And um, as a, uh, as a, a YouTuber... Uh-huh. My first instinct exactly. was, was to grab my camera. Yeah, I had my camera sitting on my desk, so Loser. I grabbed I grabbed my video camera. That's so pathetic. And I was and I was hoping for books to be falling off, you know, stuff that's like that. That's so pathetic. That I need a so... viral video. Um, oh man, that's sad. So I start <laughs> shooting inside the inside the teacher's room, uh -huh. and the it really, as you know, we we're 
five, six hundred kilometers away from yeah, that place. Yeah, we were really far away from Yeah, that so, we, I mean, it was shaking, mm. but it wasn't horrible. Mm. But for someone like me from yeah. the Midwest, yeah. where we don't experience earthquakes, yeah. mm. that, was a, that was a big shake oh, for me. Oh, that was huge. It was a long, big earthquake. Yeah. And I was... Uh, I was afraid that that was the big Tokai earthquake. Yeah, so I, I thought so. That could have been a, the, the big one, too. Right, and just to veer off course here just for a second so mm -hmm. anybody that's listening to this, uh, the Tokai earthquake uh, is, uh, it's been forecasted for the past 30 or 40 years. At least. <clears throat> um, right here in Shizuoka, in the middle of the bay, it's where three plates come together. Yeah. And one plate is going under mm -hmm. one of the other plates, yeah. and they're expecting that to snap and pop back up. And when it does, well, yeah, that for since I've been here, since uh -huh. we've been here, yeah. they've been saying it's going to be at least a magnitude eight. Yeah, exactly. And then after the Tohoku earthquake, the Tohoku was a nine point one. Yeah. And since then, mm -hmm. then it's like it's a damn competition. Well, it's going to be bigger than that. Yeah, exactly. You know, and I'm like, wait a minute, guys, you don't have to compete about it. Exactly, you know? exactly. Um, but anyway, I I was concerned that maybe that was the beginning of the Tokai earthquake. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, but we went outside. Uh, we we there was it was a half day of school for the students, so there weren't that many students left at the school, but there were some. Mm -hmm. uh, so we all went out to the the ground, mm -hmm. the, the sports ground mm -hmm. outside the school. Um, none of us had jackets on. It was cold. Um, and I tried to call Tomoko because we had heard about the tsunami warning. Yeah. And Tomoko works literally two blocks yeah. from the ocean. Yeah. I used to work uh, very near where Tomoko's working. Right. And that is quite literally next to the ocean. Yeah. Yeah. So I was, when, when I heard about the tsunami warning, I wanted to get a hold of Tomoko. Yeah. yeah. So... I break out my phone. Yeah. Phones were dead. Yeah. But luckily, mm -hmm. I had Cacao Talk. Yeah, I was going to bring that up. I had the Cacao Talk mm -hmm. app on my phone. I thought, oh, shit, I'll give this a try. Mm -hmm. I sent her a message, got a reply. So that's how mm -hmm. we kept in touch. Now, before we were, before we saw any news, we were, and this is, I know you're not a, I know you're not a, a social media guy nope. very much, but we were getting all kinds of information via Twitter. Uh, okay, yeah. Pictures mm -hmm. of fires in Tokyo and things like that okay. before they were even on the news. Wow. You know, the man on the street, right? Yeah. Um, now, granted, with Twitter, there's the there's the uh, possibility, the potential for mm -hmm. a lot of false information. Yeah. But at the same time, we were getting a lot of news. Yeah, I can just um, imagine on Twitter, like, oh, there's a big earthquake, and I'm going to have a sandwich for lunch. Right, right, you know, right. right. <laughs> kind of things like that. And then uh, we went back into the school. We were outside maybe 40 minutes or something, uh -huh. and we went back inside, and uh, we turned the TV on. And we actually watched the tsunami yes. in real time. Wow! And I could, and uh, there were helicopters, obviously, you know, flying over mm -hmm. the over the area mm -hmm. as the as the tsunami was going in. Mm -hmm. And there were cars on the streets mm -hmm. that there was no way they were getting away. Yeah, I mean, you could see from you know looking from the from the bird's eye view. Yeah, you're not going to make it. You know, and that was that was horrifying. Yeah. It was really, really horrifying. And uh, I know you've probably seen my video mm -hmm. from that day where yes. I was actually staying out front of my house crying. Yeah, yeah. You know, it was just, yeah. it was horrible. It was just yeah. horrible. Yeah. Um, but it's been uh, three years now. And uh, one thing, if I can say yeah. to to people, I, you've now experienced a big earthquake. But Jim, understandably, was very, very much shaken. Ooh. He was he was so shaken that he was one of the few times legitimately and sincerely considering leaving this country mm -hmm. you were really really mm -hmm. really scared yeah 
you said like you were basically I'm done. Mm. I'm at I'm at it. And to be honest, um, that was the first time where um, I, I was thinking I, I need to escape mm. because after the whole a nuclear fallout thing, and, and this is something that we need to say too. We live about what 35 kilometers away from Hamaoka nuclear power plant. Right. That is the power plant that the uh, prime minister at the time uh, ordered shut down. Right. Because it's a much larger nuclear power plant than what was destroyed. It's still shut down, correct? It is yeah. shut down, but all the material's still there. Right. And so, and and they're building a very large breaker wall, and and they've done all this stuff, but. If that's breached, as I've said before, it's going to release more than just a fresh pine scent. Mm -hmm. It's going to, you know, <laughs> a fresh pine scent. Though. You know, it's really, it's really going to be. But basically, I think what the the, the central government was concerned about, is, as I was at the time, where just uh, a few weeks, perhaps prior to the big earthquake in Japan, there was a huge earthquake in New Zealand mm -hmm. where uh, that was devastating. And so my my uh, thought and my concern was that. Okay, this is a big tectonic plate thing moving down. It's just working its way down. Right. Okay. And and basically, if Hamaoka, if if what had happened up in the Fukushima area had happened in Haku, uh, Hamaoka, this country's over. This country's finished because it would have been far worse, and it would have literally split this country in half with nuclear radiation, mm. and that would have that would have reached Tokyo, probably would have reached. Uh, Nagoya, and to be honest, we would be in the dead zone right now. Right, we, right, we would right. literally be in the dead right. zone. We would, we would have been evacuated. And so time. that's why, especially with little girls, I was thinking. And and at the time we I didn't know. That. At the time we didn't know. Well, is there a big cloud of radiation coming our way? And uh, for a very long time, there were daily reports in the Japan Times, basically monitoring the the radiation mm -hmm. levels in different areas of Japan and we were always on the cusp right and uh, so one thing that we were doing every day is looking at the Japan Times seeing what, right. what's the radiation level in Shizuoka today right. it was extraordinary mm -hmm. yeah 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 that was the uh, it was you and Kurt that actually yeah. talked me out of not leaving yeah um, now this is kind of interesting back to the earthquake itself mm -hmm. <clears throat> what uh, something that stuck with me because, you know, you're from Southern California, mm -hmm. and Kurt, you guys are basically from the same area. Exactly the same area. Yeah. yeah. Um, Kurt actually said something that day that um, sticks to me to this day, and it's really no big thing. But um, when I went out and Kurt was out there, I said, Jesus Christ, what was that? Mm -hmm. I mean, I knew it was an earthquake. You know sure. what I mean? Right? Yeah, oh, yeah, I know. Yeah. And mm -hmm. he, he said, uh, I said, that was a pretty big earthquake. He said, he says, it was big somewhere. Yeah. 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 Uh, he knew that that wasn't centered here. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He said that was big somewhere. Yeah. And I, that, that sticks to me to this day yeah. that he, you know, he, that he said that. Yeah. Um, and then we found out it was so huge. Um, yeah. So for the people up in the Tohoku region, oh. uh, there's still like oh. 260,000 people that are oh, still yeah. living in it's, temporary housing. Yeah, exactly. Um, um, you know, I don't want to get political or anything like yeah. that because I'm not, I, I don't know much about politics and, mm -hmm. you know, somebody could shoot me down real quick, mm -hmm. but I just want to say that I'm a little appalled that Tokyo, <clears throat> Tokyo is vying for the Olympics and got the Olympics. We got the Olympics mm -hmm. with so many people up in the Tohoku region yeah. still in temporary housing. Yeah. Because what's going to happen is those people in the temporary housing are still going to be there in 2020. Oh, yeah. And the athletes are going to have better quarters. Yep. 
than, than what these people have. Well, you know, Jim, as I said, we, we have to be kind of careful when we're talking about mm. what we do. They don't, we don't want this podcast to get political. But what I'm concerned about is, especially the last couple of weeks, there has been uh, fairly solid news reporting that the uh, nuclear uh, contaminated water up mm. in that area is just <clears throat> uncontained. Right. And that was one of the big uh, things that uh, Prime Minister Abe was uh, uh, basically promising the Olympic Committee, like, ah, oh, no, it's not a problem. We got it contained. It's fine. Right. Come on over. Yeah. It's just the ocean. Yeah, just the ocean. Yeah, just fish, you know, and everything like this. No, it's not a problem. And it's not. And it's going to take a long time. And I'm just curious as to whether or not that's going to be the political excuse for some, or maybe even perhaps a legitimate excuse for some countries to boycott or not send their sure. Olympians over here. I can see how China and South Korea who are not uh, very friendly with Japan to, on begin with, right. to begin with, will use this like, well, for the safety of our athletes, because mm. you still do not have this. We, we want verification that the water is safe and blah, 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 blah. Because it's, it's still really bad up there. Right. I mean, really bad up yeah, there. Yeah. And they just, they've, it's one of these things that makes me a little upset with the media that, uh, that they've just put this under the rug. Yeah. Well, it's always the next thing, right? Yep. Um, but for the people out there, um, the, you, there are still many places you can donate money yes. to help the people mm -hmm. up in the Tohoku region. Mm -hmm. um, and there are many places to donate money to people all over the world that, that are, that are in, in, in crisis. Yeah. Um, so uh, I'm not a very religious person, mm -hmm. and I don't think you are either. No. But at the same time, God bless those people. Absolutely. You know? yeah. um, good, I wish them all the best. Oh, sure. Okay, so, yeah. Dave, anyway, now yes. let's move away from these depressing things. Mm. Um, now, guys, I'm actually going to let Dave take over. He's going to interview me tonight. Yes, you know, I, I was thinking about the last few podcasts, and I think, I'm, as I said, even though you've been so kind and saying, no, Dave, this is our podcast. It is. But they listen for you. No, they listen for us. No, 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 no. You are, you're the star. I couldn't do this by myself. Well... You could have somebody else here. I could. I couldn't do this by myself. Well, now, now people do want to hear me and Tomoko. Oh yeah, absolutely. I want to hear. And, and I, I need to. I need to get her in, into another podcast. Def definitely. Um, actually, I had uh, somebody. We've got a regular listener. His mm -hmm. name's Frederick. He's, okay. he's over in Switzerland. Oh, cool. Uh, really? Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Um, he's uh, he messaged me the other day, and he was asking. Uh, <laughs> he's wanting to hear what happened. What's going on with the milk? In our refrigerator. <laughs> he wants to hear more arguing over the milk. Yeah, you see, that's the thing. I mean, we don't bicker. Right, 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 right. right. <laughs> so we don't have that kind of kind of thing going on. Right. Like that. But uh, in a lot of ways, I mean, you're just so interesting. I mean, you are. Let's face it. You're no, an interesting not. dude. If I can say, uh, I'm from Southern California. I can use dude every once Thanks, in a while. Thanks, Dave. But one of the things that I think is I interesting about you that would be interesting to a lot of other people. Your tattoos. My tattoos. Okay. And and the way that has affected you uh, in Japan and, and all that kind of stuff. So I, I wanted to give you a brief interview. Let me get my uh, stuff out. And so this is <clears throat> uh, this is what I'd like to ask you. Okay. Okay. First Thank of all, <clears throat> I don't have any tattoos. And I, I won't ever get any mm. tattoos for several reasons. Okay. And the main reason why I, I will not get a tattoo is for the same reason, Chris, I, I saw an interview with Chris Pine. Chris Pine is the actor who plays Captain Kirk in the new movies. Okay. And he was on a TV show uh, with uh, 
Craig Ferguson, and basically Craig Ferguson is the guy that does the late night show. Okay, I was going to say, is he a late night host? Yeah, mm-hmm. he's funny. I like Craig Ferguson a lot. And Craig Ferguson has lots of tattoos. He, he loves it. And he asked Chris Pine, like, do you have any tattoos? And Chris Pine said no. And Chris is young, and he's cool, and he's good looking. And he said a really honest answer that is my, uh, my reasoning, too. So like, if I got a tattoo, it, it, I think it would just appear as though I'm trying too hard. Okay. You know, <laughs> you know, it would just be like, it's like, that's why I could never ride a Harley. My dad has a Harley, fat boy. It's cool. It's great. And he looks awesome on it because my dad's a big guy and he's cool and he looks great on it. But me, when I get on that, it's just like, dude, who are you, who are you trying to kid? <laughs> right. Who are you trying to fool? <laughs> right, you know? right. Get off that bike. Get back man. in the pacer, Dave. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it would be the same thing if I ever got a body pierce or, right. you know, an earring, you know, or anything like that. Yeah, tattoo, you know, an, like, an earring wouldn't suit you. No, not absolutely all. not. Absolutely not. Not at all. No, man. Yeah, I've got tattoos. I've yeah. got uh, four four holes in my ear. Yeah. 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 It just, it's not me. And if I did try, it's just like, you're trying too hard now. You know, it's just like, <laughs> you're pushing 50 and, you know, Dave, just let it go. Right. Let it go. But for, on you, it works. You Thank know? you, Dave. And uh, on, on some people, it really does work. Like Senior on American Chopper, mm. he's cool with those tats. He really does look great. He, I like Senior. All right. Well, I will try to be honest with my answers. Please. As far as, as, far as the tattoos go. Please. Okay. Um, the uh, one thing that I wanted to say before mm-hmm. we get into this. Okay. Uh, so, you, obviously, you guys are, you know, you're aware that we're going to be talking about tattoos for mm-hmm. now. Uh, the one thing that I want to make very clear to mm-hmm. people outside mm-hmm. of Japan. hmm um, a lot of people love Japanese style tattoos, yeah. the dragons and the, yep. the, the carp and the, yeah. the geisha mm-hmm. and all this and all mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. And the, you know, the full back and the, the yeah. chest and the shoulders and yep. everything. Um, but people outside of Japan, you have to realize you were, you have to understand that tattoos are a very, very taboo subject in Japan. Yeah. Um, they are not widely accepted here. Uh, the, the tattoo, tattoo. Tattoos in Japan have an image of gangsters, yeah. um, organized crime, low lifes. Yeah. Um, it is becoming more fashionable to a certain degree because some people in the music industry are getting some tats, but still, historically... It's still very, very, yeah. very, very unaccepted. And that's whether, if, if we can get to these uh, from lower in the list, some of your... Because there are a couple of really interesting stories I think that you've uh, encountered because of tattoos and everything. Okay. I think that'd be really interesting. All right, well, shoot go, me. Go. Oh, hey, there you go. Um, but uh, I want to get back to the beginning. Okay. And that is, when did you get your first tattoo? How old were you? Uh, my first tattoo, I was 27. So the same age as I am now? Yes. Wow. Don't listen to it, people. <laughs> it's only shit. Indeed. <laughs> Indeed. And I, my eyesight's so bad, I have to get my eyesight closer to my face. So yeah, I'm not 22 anymore. 27 anymore. Yeah, I was 27. Yeah, 27. I just lowered my age when I said uh, my, uh, Do you want to hear the background of that first tattoo? Yeah, I yeah, do. Okay. Yeah, well, uh, my, yeah. The first tattoo that I got, I was 27 years old. I was in Orlando, Florida. Mm-hmm. Um, I was visiting my mom. And I had been wanting a tattoo ever since I was in high school. Mm-hmm. Um, it's one of those things where keep up with the Joneses yeah. or mm-hmm. peer pressure. Yeah. I don't. I don't want to say peer pressure, but you know, all uh, uh, most American people, a lot of American people have mm-hmm. tattoos. Yeah, and I wanted a tattoo. My dad had to had tattoos. Oh, my, okay. My so friends had, had tattoos. Mm-hmm. You know, stuff like that. 
I wanted a tattoo. So I was uh, home on vacation, uh, visiting my mom. My friend Chris from high school mm-hmm. was living in that area, and we were out, and I was like, and he had a new tattoo on his chest. I said, Chris, I want to go get a tattoo. Mm-hmm. So we went, we found a tattoo mm-hmm. tattoo parlor, mm-hmm. went in, and I got inked on my back. Now, that's another question I want to, now, what's, what's the tattoo on your back? Okay, the tattoo on my back is a Tasmanian devil, mm-hmm. very cliche, mm-hmm. um, and he's holding a billiard ball, an eight ball, mm-hmm. over his head. Mm-hmm. Well, you see, that was one of the questions. Why did you choose that particular tattoo? Because I know they have a lot of tattoos to choose from. Yeah, tons of tattoos to choose from. Um, I had always wanted a Tasmanian devil. Okay. All the way back to high school. Any particular reason why? I, the the ta- Taz was my favorite cartoon character. Okay, there you go. Right, and yeah. and uh, the, when it thank comes God to, it wasn't Casper the Friendly Ghost. You know, when, when it comes to tattoos, and I'm sorry to anybody out there that has tattoos that's listening to this, but I think skulls mm-hmm. are one of the worst decisions to get. A, everybody's got a skull. Oh, I see. What yeah. the hell do you want a skull for? Yeah. Everybody's got a skull. Yeah. I, I didn't want a skull. Okay. Um, I didn't want anything like that. And mm-hmm. I'm not, you know, like a big biker type or anything mm-hmm. like that. I wanted something cute, you know? You um, wanted something cute. Okay. And I like I like the Tasman Devil, and I wanted a Taz when I was in high school. Mm-hmm. So I kept that going. And with my history of playing pool, mm-hmm. um, I wanted to work that in somehow. Mm-hmm. So uh, I had picked out this tattoo that they had mm-hmm. in the parlor. Mm-hmm. And I asked him if he could put an eight ball in there. Mm-hmm. So he, you know, finagled the arms around a little bit uh-huh. where his arms are, uh-huh. you know, he's holding the ball over his head. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I, I'm sorry, I, because I, I really wasn't listening to you. Mm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, um, how old were you when you got the set? <coughs> 27. Okay, 27. Okay, that was, uh, so you were old. You didn't have to ask your parents permission. No, okay, that, no. that's the whole thing. Okay. 27, that's 27. Really, I really thought you were getting... Young, I thought you were no, you know that, that's the, the the one thing is even when I was in high school, I was well aware that I should wait mm-hmm. until I'm old enough to make sure that I'm making the right decision. Excellent. Yeah. I even when I was fifteen, sixteen, seventeen years old, I knew that possibly at twenty five I wouldn't want it. Mm-hmm. That's wise. I don't think a lot of kids that age so I was, understand that kind of yeah. thinking. Yeah. That's good for you. Yeah. Good for you. Well, that's that's really, really cool. Now, um, how many other tattoos do you have? I've only got the two. The okay. one on my back mm-hmm. and the one on my leg. Now, that's the one I wanted to talk to you about. Can you mm-hmm. describe that? Uh, <laughs> it's a skull. <laughs> it is a skull, isn't it? It, it is. is a skull. It is a skull, yeah. Uh, liar. But, but, it, but it's a buffalo skull. Yeah, it's a buffalo skull. That's pretty it's, cool. Um, it's big, too. Yeah. Um, it's, a, it's, a, it's an Indian... Mm-hmm. Motif, yeah, buffalo skull with uh, feathers hanging off of the horns, yeah, and some like Indian color mm-hmm. stuff across the skull. Mm-hmm. Um, it's basically I call this my Bon Jovi tattoo because <laughs> he's got one similar Does on he? his arm. Yeah, but okay. it, I was never a Bon Jovi fan. I didn't even know that until. Okay. Um, and this was actually, <clears throat> excuse me, the um, the buffalo skull was actually a last minute decision. Mm. Okay. The, the original idea for that tattoo. Mm-hmm. Um, now this this could this this could go into a whole different podcast for Whoa. us. Okay. Um, but that was my Van Halen trip of 1998. Oh, really? Yes. 
So with that, like, so you know, that could be a whole different. podcast. That's a different podcast, right? Th- yeah, but that's that's but, a teaser. Okay, so I'll give you guys a that's teaser. That's an awesome story. I'll give you a teaser. I spent a week with Van Halen yeah. in 1998. I mean, literally yeah. with Van Halen. Yeah, I've got pictures of me on stage. Yeah, that's yeah, that's a different. Yeah, okay, just <coughs> mention it. But playing, that's, that's playing a podcast guitar. because that's, um, that is so cool. I love those stories. Um, so yeah. anyway, the the I had planned to get this tattoo mm-hmm. during that week with mm-hmm. Van Halen yeah. because. I knew I was going to be with them on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, mm-hmm. and then they were off Saturday and Sunday, mm-hmm. so I'd have some free time, and then mm-hmm. I was going to be back with them on Monday. Yeah. So I decided on Saturday, I would go get a tattoo. Mm-hmm. Now, th- I had planned this yeah. beforehand, uh-huh. yeah. that I would go get a tattoo, and I was going to get mm-hmm. a Van Halen logo sure. tattooed going around my leg. Wow, that would have been cool. But Uh-oh. when I went into the tattoo parlor... I don't know why. Uh-huh. Maybe it was because I had just spent three days with Eddie Van Halen. But for some reason, I was thinking, and I was 30 years old at the time. Yeah. I was. I thought to myself, I'm 30 years old. What the hell am I doing getting a band's logo tattooed on my leg? That's, a, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, literally, when I walked in the door. And I said, give me the book. Yeah. So I just started looking through their designs mm-hmm. to see what they had. This mm-hmm. is what I chose. Gotcha. So this is this is uh, this was supposed to be a Van Halen logo. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Well, that 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 answers a question I was going to ask. Mm-hmm. Have you ever uh, had a, a tattoo uh, put on in Japan? And the answer is yes. Yes. This was done in Yokohama in Ebina, uh, but the the tattoo artist was Brazilian. Oh, that's interesting. And I found their shop online. Uh-huh. And another thing, if if anybody that doesn't have a tattoo. Is thinking about getting a tattoo, I highly suggest uh, looking online or going to different parlors and looking at the work that they have done in the past. Yeah. That just makes sense, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. Because this is something that's going to be on you until the day you die. Mm-hmm. And there are so many pictures on the internet now of like tattoo Two fails. fails. Right. It's just like, oh my goodness. Exactly. Make sure the spelling's correct. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All those kind of things like yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. Now, again, coming from someone who's never had a tattoo and never will have a tattoo, for one reason, because it just seems so effing painful, Mm -hmm. is it as painful as I imagine it would be? Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Now, people that have tattoos, Uh they will tell you, oh, it doesn't hurt, it doesn't hurt. It effing hurts. It effing hurts. Yeah. So that's one of the reasons why, of course, historically people get tattoos when they're drunk. Being drunk is is actually a good idea. Once you've decided uh, to get a tattoo to numb the pain, right? But in in today's politi- politically correct mm-hmm. world, most shops are not allowed to accept drunk. Yeah, drunk I, that was going to be one of my questions too. I I, <coughs> I, I can see why. In the litigious society of the United States, yes, somebody could go in drunk, get tattooed, and then sue the tattoo artist later. Why yeah. did you let me do this? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, there you, there you go. Now, uh, that, that kind of brings me up to a point that, that Craig Ferguson made. It's like He has tattoos all over his body, and one of them, apparently, I can't remember, is like in a very painful spot, maybe like on his wrist or something mm-hmm. like that. And he said, like, you, you know you're, you're entering into a painful spot when the other people in the tattoo, like the other tattoo artists, like, come over to see how, you, how well you're going to take it. So which one was more painful, the one on your back or the one on your leg? Um, actually, I would say they were about the same okay. because they're both in meaty mm-hmm. area, meaty areas. Well, you're all meaty. That's true. You're a meaty guy. That's right. Um, your back is actually the thickest skin on your body. 
Oh, okay. My my wife would say it would be my head. <laughs> <laughs> yours, yours probably is. Yeah, exactly. Um, you don't have the hair up there to soften it. <laughs> exactly. Um, so, uh, the 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 skin on your back is actually the thickest skin on your body. Mm, okay. Um, but it hurt. It yeah. hurt a lot. I bet. And this the one on my leg is on my calf. Okay. Yeah. And it's mm-hmm. it's on the side. Mm-hmm. Over the muscle and everything. Ah. So that so that so that's not that wasn't too bad. Really. Um, but I've heard. Mm-hmm. That near the bony areas, uh-huh. like, like the wrist. wrist bone and ankles and knees and mm-hmm. stuff like that, I've heard and like and the the thin sensitive skin, like mm-hmm. the inside of your yeah, bicep, that's really sensitive. Yeah, like inside your bicep mm-hmm. and you know, I've heard those are really painful. Yeah, no, thank you. Inside yeah, the thighs that. and all that kind of yeah, stuff. Like, yeah, you know, yeah, screw that. No, thank you. Never, never. On the never, tip never. of your toe. On the tip of your toe. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad you said toe. Very good. Now, let me ask you a question. Do you regret getting either one of these tattoos? Yes, I do. Why? Uh, it, it, it could be because I live in Japan, mm-hmm. because I know that they're not accept, accepted mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like I made a mistake. Really? The one on my back, I really don't think about it much because yeah. I never see it. Yeah, exactly. But the one on my leg, I see it every day. And mm-hmm. as you know, I wear shorts every day. Yes. And I get a lot of looks. Mm-hmm. People, you know, kind of give me sideways. But you have to glances. cover that tattoo up when you when you're working a tool. Don't as, you? as you know, I wear a supporter. Yeah. Over my right leg. Yeah. And people are always saying, oh, "Is your leg okay?" Yeah. And I'm like, "Yeah, I've got a tattoo." Yeah. Exactly. Now, this brings me to a story that maybe you've told on your web, uh, your YouTube thing. Mm-hmm. But it's a great story. When you joined uh, a local gym, mm. and I think this is so interesting. First off, let me go back a little bit because sure. you were you were going to a, a public gym that I go to, mm-hmm. and you were having no problems for with five that place years for five years, but then you suddenly had a problem. Could you describe that? Because this is what people who have tattoos have to deal with in this country. So if you're a foreigner with a tattoo, thinking it comes to Japan, this is what you'd have to deal with. Yeah, uh, the the city gym that you and I go to. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had been going there for five years. Yeah. Off and on. Off and on. (laughs) (laughs) More off than on. My body doesn't reflect it. Um, uh, Been going off and on for five years. Always in shorts. Mm -hmm. Uh, Short shorts, by the way. Yeah. Uh, Thong. uh, (laughs) Oh, ouch. (laughs) And nary a word was said about my tattoos. Mm -hmm. Um they weren't too. They weren't too happy about the thong. Yeah. But uh, the tattoo. They never say anything about my tattoo. <laughs> well, one night uh, we go in, and we check in. Blah blah blah. blah. We're going over to put our shoes away. I'm putting on my shoes to go into the into the gym, and the staff comes. A guy from the staff room comes over, and he says, "I can't go in to the gym mm. ex- with my tattoo exposed." Yeah. And I was like, "What?" Yeah. I've been coming here. I was I was here two nights ago. Yeah. What what the hell are you talking about? And he actually brought me something to wrap. I was like, screw you. Yeah. You were really upset about this. No, I was pissed. I was yeah. pissed beyond words. Now, I'll, I'll be totally honest here. If if this was something that if, if they had told me in the beginning, yeah, when I joined, mm-hmm. you can't show your tattoo. I would have been totally fine with mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, I'll cover it. I'll respect your rules. But five years, yeah. not, nothing said. And two days before. Yeah, two days before. Um, but the one thing I remember from the two nights before, there were a couple of Brazilian guys in uh-huh. there, and they were covered in tattoos, okay. arms and legs yeah. and everything, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. 
And I have a feeling some old person was in there and complained. I, I have a I have a feeling you're right. Yeah. I don't think it was you, but once they did something with other people that had tattoos, right. they had to right. you know, go. And I'm not blaming the Brazilian guys. No, 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 no. Um because you're scared of Brazilians. I'm, you don't want to make anybody I'm, upset. I, I'm blaming the crouchy old people that yeah. probably complained about them. Now, because of that, you decided to join a private gym. Uh, we, we don't really need to give a name. Yeah. But Tipness. Yeah, Tipness. <laughs> yeah. It rides with Pitness. <laughs> Pitness, yeah. And this is what I find so interesting, the story that you had to go through with, uh, with the tattoo there. Can you tell them about your sign-up Okay. Uh, uh, dilemma. So we went in to, to join, mm -hmm. uh, to get our paid our membership fees and all this mm -hmm. and all that. Mm -hmm. And uh, we asked them about tattoos, mm -hmm. and they said that we can't, yeah. we can't show tattoos mm -hmm. in there. And they actually gave me a sheet. Mm -hmm. They gave me a sheet of paper yeah. that had rules. Yeah. You know, one, I'm not a member of any organized crime. Yeah. Uh, Organization. Yeah. Any any of that kind of stuff, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. Um. I can't remember exactly what the rules were, but the, I think the last one was, if somebody sees my tattoo yeah. and they complain, mm -hmm. my membership is automatically cut. There's, you know, no, did you do this? Did you do that? You're, you're done. You're That's done it. and no refund. No refund. Yeah. Totally cut. That's what I thought would be interesting to the, to the yeah. listeners out there. Cause yeah. That's what you have to so, so I had to uh, cover mm -hmm. my tattoo. And I didn't think it was going to be a problem. Mm -hmm. uh, the main reason I joined this gym is because they have the gym facilities. They've got uh, the, the aerobics mm -hmm. and uh, those private studio rooms yeah. that you're wearing. And they also have a swimming pool. A very nice swimming pool. And at my weight, mm -hmm. the swimming pool is what I wanted. Yes. So my first problem with the tattoo situation came... On the first day that I went swimming. Yep. And I went in. Uh, they were very cool about it. They were like, yes, you can wear a supporter to yep. cover it. Mm -hmm. Yes, we'll let you wear a shirt in the pool so nobody sees a tattoo on your back. I'm like, that's awesome. They were really good about this. I'm I like, mean, I'm not, they I'm really, not, they're really good about this. I'm not going to have any problems, mm -hmm. right? So I go in. I, I went in dressed, ready to mm -hmm. go. I went swimming, did my thing. And the problem came after swimming. Yep. I went back down to the locker room, mm -hmm. and I noticed that there was no area to change yep. where you could close a curtain or close yep. a door. Uh -huh. It's just an open locker room, mm -hmm. you know, swinging meat all the yep. way around, mm -hmm. naked men mm -hmm. walking around, yeah. um, and there was no place for privacy. Nope. And I didn't mind changing. Yeah. But, but if somebody saw that tattoo, tattoo and complains, you're I'm done. screwed. So exactly, um, I went. Yeah, uh, you never really have any uh, any difficulties or qualms uh, showing your meat. <laughs> right, 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 right. So, um, so I, I get back down to the locker room and I realize that there's no place to change, and I'm like, oh shit, what I'm gonna do? Yeah. And then I thought, well, my only option is to go into the the toilet room. Yeah. Which is separate from the locker room. Yes. It's not in the locker nope, room. Nope. Nope. Um, I had to go through the locker room and go out and go over to the bathrooms mm -hmm. and get in a stall. Yeah. So I went over and I got in a stall and I'm in the stall and I'm dripping wet. Yeah. And I look down mm -hmm. and I'm wearing these uh, slippers. Uh huh. These plastic so, slippers. Uh, toilet that they slippers. Have. Uh, in in Japan, uh, you have to take off your shoes everywhere, and it, right. it, it includes the 
the restrooms. And for cleanliness, they have these little slippers that you, you put on so you're not walking right. around. Right, so the, I've got these slippers yeah. on, mm -hmm. and I'm dripping all over the place. Yeah. And I look down, and there's this brownish, yellowish, urine-filled... Seriously? ...stew on the floor. Well, because I'm dripping all over the floor, oh, right? Okay, uh -huh. So anybody pissed in there and oh, dripped yeah. on the floor. It's Dude, all you didn't tell me this. It's all mixed up on the floor, Dude, you right? never told me this. I never would have brought this up. <laughs> I don't want to hear this. You got to hear this. Oh, man. You got to hear this. Oh, so, man. So, so, Dude. So, I look down on the floor, and I'm in a puddle of urine. Oh, man. Okay? And I'm like, oh. like, dirty toilet water filth urine on the floor. We get the, the floor, idea, right? James. Okay, so, I'm standing there, and I'm thinking... Oh shit! What am I gonna do? I because I don't want to take off the I, no because I, I'm barefoot. Yeah. Oh, dude. No, no, I'm in the slippers. Okay, okay. okay but if okay. I I have to yeah no I get understand. out of the slippers and get my shorts off yeah, right. I understand. Mm -hmm. So I'm thinking, oh shit! What am I gonna do? Luckily, mm -hmm. the towel that I had uh -huh. was a rental towel from the gym. <laughs> okay. So I put the towel down on the floor. Because yeah. <laughs> who cares? Right. Yeah. And I stepped onto the towel. Uh huh. Well, I, I kicked the slipper off and stepped on my mm -hmm, bare foot, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm. And got undressed. Yeah. And I'm soaking wet, and mm -hmm. now I don't have a towel because it's in the piss on the floor, exactly, right? Exactly, yeah. So I had to sit on the toilet for 15 minutes <laughs> while my body just air-dried. Wow. Okay? So I'm si I sat there for the longest time, and... Dave, each passing second, I was getting madder and madder oh, and madder. I, I was ready to kill somebody when I got out of there. Yeah, yeah. I was so pissed off. Mm. And when I finally got dressed and got out of there, I went to the front desk and I raised a freaking storm. Wow. Worse than me when we when I was at the computer place? It was pretty close to that. Oh, dear. I was pissed. I was oh, really dear. pissed. I was like, why isn't there some place where you can at least close a damn curtain? Yeah, you know, and not just because you have a tattoo, but just because maybe I want a little privacy. Well, yeah, and yeah. If, if you're going to have these rules, yeah, then at least give the people That's a that have point. the tattoos an option, a, a place to change. That's a good point. You know, I'm not asking for a private room, but a curtain. But, I mean, no, this, this uh, I mean, not a, a tangent, just a, a little warm, but this is good for people who have... Perhaps have a, a physical deformity, sure, or, or 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 who are very shy and don't want to undress in front of others, and there are a lot of people like that. Yeah, uh, I've got a deformity. I've got a very huge penis. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's like a small child holding an apple. Is that's right. There you go. You know. Uh -huh. I, I yeah, don't, I, don't, I don't want to scare all the people we, out of there. Everybody knew that there was going to be a dick joke coming right, sooner right, or right, later. Right, right. Yeah, there it was. Boom. Yes, Josh right yeah. there. Yeah. So, so that's my sports gym story. Yeah. That's a that's that's pretty extraordinary, yeah. and it's it's tough. But mm. uh, for me, when I was a manager uh, at uh, my old school, uh, we had a lot of young kids coming in their early twenties, right out of university. And so a lot of the kids had um, tattoos, and and before they were hired, they we we told them it's like, look, you can have tattoos, but they have to be in locations where they're covered. Mm -hmm. And uh, people didn't really have a problem with that, but every once in a while, I had to tell people like, look. Your tattoos can be seen through your, your stockings for women. Mm. And then there were a couple of times when people were going to have tattoos in locations that, you know, were going to be seen. Mm. And it's just like, okay, well, you know, if it's on your arm, you got to wear long sleeve shirts. Like, really? It's just like, yeah. And I don't care if it's summer. Yeah. And, and the pe people out there, you have to realize that, let's say you've got a tattoo on your back. And if you're wearing a white button down shirt. Yeah. 
you can see that tattoo through the shirt. Unless you're wearing an undershirt. Right. So that's so, what we have to tell people. You right, know? exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, um, and I know a lot of, and I'm, I'm going to restrict this to Americans because that's all I know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you got a lot of young American people that, yeah, I'll go over there and do whatever the hell I want. They're not going to tell me I can't do that. Well, Canadians are like that too. I've, uh, just, I've been a manager. Just, uh, <laughs> you know. just uh, be prepared. Yeah. You're going to lose that fight. I promise you. You definitely will lose that fight mm-hmm. because, you, sorry, it's it's not your home country. That's right. It's just not. That's you right. Know? And, and it's the whole thing about all these people like, well, you got to respect everybody. Blah, blah, blah. That's right. You've got to respect the rules of the mm-hmm. country you're living in. That's right. And if you don't like it, get out. Mm-hmm. And I, that's not crotchety. Uh, that's that how I felt. Fact. That's just a fact. Just a fact. Let me ask you a couple sure. more other, uh, other questions because I'm, I'm really curious about this. Sure. Um, so you regret getting tattoos, so you wouldn't get another one then? No. 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 Okay. Um, no. I, I wouldn't get any more tattoos. Okay. So I, definitely not. Well, then, now, here's another question. Ooh, and if I could go back, I wouldn't get these. Okay. Okay. So, absolutely not. Like, you wouldn't change the tattoo. You just wouldn't get a tattoo. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't get a tattoo. Well, then, this probably answers the question, but mm-hmm. I'll, I'll ask it anyway because I think it's interesting. What would you say if Tomiko wanted a tattoo? She has a tattoo. I mean, what if she wanted another tattoo? I know she has a tattoo. Uh, it's entirely up to her. Okay. Okay. I mean, I'd probably suggest that she didn't, mm-hmm. but it's it's it, uh, ultimately, it's her decision. Okay. You know, I wouldn't. It wouldn't sway my feelings for her one way or the other. Okay. Um. Actually, the the tattoo I got on my leg that I got during the Van Halen mm-hmm. trip, she got her tattoo at the exact same time. Ah. Uh, okay. She was she was sitting in the chair next to me. Oh, I see. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Got it. And um. So, but would you try to talk her out of it? I mean, after what we've been talking about for the last several minutes, I mean, if she's like, oh, I think I want to get this big tattoo on my back because I just think it's cool. Oh, a huge one? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think I'd try to talk her out of yeah. it. No, I'm not talking about a little butterfly yeah. somewhere, you know, like a big Vulcan. Yeah. Like, like a picture of you. But on but, your back. but again, ultimately, it's her decision. That's you true. Know. That's um, true. That's true. The people, you know, I'm, I'm not against people getting tattoos. If they want to get that, that's entirely up to them. Well, you know, it's cool. Well, what do you think about classic Japanese tattoos? Because I know a lot of people. And that's what we were talking about on the phone the other day. You were working with Mesa Boogie uh, mm-hmm. for a little bit while ago, and I, I could have sworn one of the managers was, or something from that company was coming over to Japan, and they asked you like, "Where can we get like a cool tattoo?" Can you, you know, Dave, I honestly don't remember that. So okay. I, I, I remember because I, I thought about that. Yeah. So, but I mean, classic Japanese tattoos are beautiful. Yes, I mean, they really, really are. Yes, um, and they're actually done by hand. Yes, not with the not with the gun. Well, Oh, I was going to say, like, what, you know. No, they actually use, like, this thing that they. Really? Actually, yeah. Wow, that's, yeah. that's. Good. And I've heard that's really painful. I would imagine it's really painful. I, and I don't even know what to call it. Yeah, like, the, the tattoo that I've gotten that most mm-hmm. people get is done with this little electric gun mm-hmm. that has the, the various needles, you know, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the, the classic Japanese tattoo is actually done by hand. Wow. With this long, it's like a bamboo thing with. Oh my with goodness! The needle on. I'm not. I I can't even describe it because I don't even know what the hell it looks like. But. Wow, that that's just that's pain beyond. Yeah, I, yeah that's, I've, I've heard it's really painful, but gorgeous results. Absolutely, um, I mean, I've, I've heard that that the ink is actually goes in deeper that way. I would imagine it does. Yeah. So it's uh, it it gives it a, a better a deeper color. Mm-hmm. You know, but yeah, I think the I think the classic Japanese tattoos are uh, are gorgeous. Mm. Um, I wouldn't do it myself, mm-hmm. only because it's so cliche. Mm. Now it is. Yeah. yeah, you know, and I would, and you know, Victor and I actually did a video on this, but I would never get kanji tattooed on. We well, see that that's so funny because I mean, there's there's so many kanji fails, and Victor's done a really good job on it because mm. I saw that too. So it's like, 
uh, foreigners that think that this kanji is really, really cool. And the one way you can read it might be cool, but there could be several other ways that you can right. read that kanji that makes it sound really exactly. stupid. Yeah, yeah. You know, so, somebody was asking me about a tattoo. They, 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 I, I don't remember the words. Mm -hmm. I don't remember the Japanese phrase mm -hmm. for it. Uh -huh. But in English, it was follow your dream. Yeah. And they sent me this thing with kanji on mm -hmm. it, and I checked it with Tomoko. And Tomoko was just like, what the hell is this? Exactly, exactly. You know exactly, yeah. you know, and and I mean to reverse that, and it, it's been done on on YouTube other places. Like if let's say a, a Japanese person or an Asian person decided to get something in English uh, written in calligraphy beautifully, right. it was just stupid. Like let's enjoy smoking. Let's enjoy smoking, but it's so beautiful looking. I mean, yeah. aren't, the, aren't the lettering's gorgeous? It's like let's enjoy smoking because. Yeah, we could do another podcast on the stupid English we've read. We should probably do a podcast on, on T-shirts and billboards <laughs> right, right, and everything. Right. It's just like, are you crazy? And then well, just I think mm -hmm. I think you would, you would like that line that I used in that video when we were talking about tattoos. Mm -hmm. I think it was my video. Oh, okay. um, uh, somebody had said, "Well, this kanji, this is what it means to me, so that's what it means." And I'm like, "No, that's no, no, not no, what no, it no, means." No, no, no. You know, like I could go get douchebag. <laughs> tattooed across my chest and somebody says that means douchebag and i could say no to me it means cool well it doesn't mean cool it means douchebag exactly you know yeah I so people people that you get your kanji tattoos don't do that don't do it and it, it uh, and i'm sorry i'm not gonna say don't do it but it, if you're gonna do it if you absolutely have to have kanji for god's sake run it past a japanese person that knows what the hell they're looking at or a Chinese person, or somebody who really right. knows kanji. Right, you know? exactly. That's a really good point. That's yeah. a very good point. Yeah. And don't, it, don't go by a tattoo artist. No. 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 They and, don't know what the hell that shit means. Or especially somebody who who doesn't, you know, read or understand the language. Exactly. You know, you know they're just exactly. they're just writing the beautiful, you know, the, the it, it's a picture to them. Right. You know. The other thing too is again, speaking as somebody who is not ever gonna get the tattoo, but Oh, all the horror stories and the mistakes people have made by writing their lovers' names on their body mm. somewhere. Most famous example of that, in my opinion, is Johnny Depp. Mm-hmm. Well, like, I think it's what, uh, Winona Forever. Right, 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 and, right. And like he, he had to get, I mean, it's just, that's just. Well, Angelina Jolie did the same thing, didn't she? Didn't she have Billy Bob Thornton's name tattooed on her? I would imagine, but she has a whole lot of stuff. Right. You know, she's just, she's just right. so nasty. She really is very vile. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Damn, that's a skank. I mean, sorry, she has nice big lips and everything, but she, that's a skank. Yeah, I, I never thought she was all that hot. No, me neither. Brad, damn, dude, you were with Jennifer Aniston? You went to her? She was so hot. I'll never forget this. When they, when uh, Brad and, and Jennifer uh, mm -hmm. got married, uh, there was a Scottish lady I was with Jennifer, and and she said, "I can't believe I can't believe Brad married that girl. She looks like a horse." And I and my response was like, "Well, if she's a horse, I wouldn't mind taking a ride." And no it's like, doubt. And yeah. it's like I can't believe you just said that. It's just like Jennifer Aniston's hot. That's <laughs> great. She's hot, especially 10, 15 years ago or whenever right. she was married. She was great. Yeah. She's not, hey, she's not bad now, but when she was in the Extremely yummy period mm -hmm. of her. Of her she, when she had friends. the long straight hair, oh, yeah. gorgeous. All right, back to tattoos. Yes, back to tattoos. So really, that's pretty much all I wanted to ask you. I'm looking at my list and everything, and we we talked about things, but um, really, just a word to the wise: best thing to do is if you're going to get a tattoo, 
and come to Japan, just make sure it's in a location that you can hide it. Yeah. Because if you have, like, say, one of those kind of, like, spider webs coming up on your neck, you are really mm. limiting, well, you're limiting your job um, um, options in the United States, in my personal opinion. But, you're, you know, d depending on what you want to do in Japan, I mean, I guess maybe there's some, some like, D DJing or some other mm. bars and things like this. But if you're thinking about coming over here and getting uh, an English gig or a university gig, forget it. Yeah. Just not. It's yeah. not going to happen. It's not going to happen if, if they're somewhere visible. If they're, right. it, I'm sorry. Yeah. Right. If they're somewhere visible. Right. Like, so that's, that's like on your I'm hands about. or yeah. neck. And, exactly. You know, yeah. um, now, there is a guy mm -hmm. in the J-Vlog community. Mm -hmm. His name's Tino. Okay. And he's down in Kyushu. Is that, is that his real name? Tino, yeah. Because it's a cool name. I like that name. Yeah. He, uh, he goes by Mexican Samurai 100 cool. on YouTube. Mm -hmm. um, and he is of Mexican descent. Okay. Um, Spanish descent. I don't know. So okay. anyway, I, I, well, he goes by Mexican Samurai. Okay. But anyway, Tino's a really great guy. Sounds like it. And um, I think he's about our age. He's okay. been here about the same amount of time. Oh, cool. And he is covered in really? tattoos. Yeah. Really? Okay. But it's down to the wrist. You see, smart. He, yeah, he's got him. You know, and yeah. when I and I've seen videos of him at work mm -hmm. at school because mm -hmm. he shoots at school, mm -hmm. and he's completely covered. Yeah. Yeah, um, but yeah, he's he's covered in tattoos. But having that said, because he works at what a high school, junior high school, something like that. Uh, I think junior high school. But isn't there any situation where he must, in some way, like go to some kind of summer uh, activity or something where you know maybe a swimming pool or something or another where you know that he has to wear a short sleeve shirt? Well, the good thing like about Tino is mm -hmm. that he's very athletic mm -hmm. and he train weight training and mm -hmm. all this so he wears those skin tight oh, like like the like yeah. the baseball players uh -huh. wear uh-huh the, the yeah the things that look the, really the, cool the dry you, the dry fit shirts and so stuff like the that. thing that looks great if you actually have a, a, a body that i don't right right, right, right exactly right. Okay. if i wore those shirt i'd look I'd, <laughs> I'd look like an upside down bowling pin or something <laughs> exactly you know? yeah that would just be sad on us right, right. that would just be so pathetic yeah molly tuck it in <laughs> exactly what are you doing <laughs> man God. dave come on what are you thinking yeah. what are you thinking you know yeah oh well, that so okay, but yeah right. but uh, uh now i'm sure teen i know tino doesn't regret his tattoos i know he loves his tattoos good he's very good very proud him. of his Seriously. tattoos yeah him. yeah it is good for him um but I can't help but think sometimes in these damn Japanese summers, he's yeah. got to think, man, I wish I could take this long sleeve shirt off. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I bet he does. Tino, if you're listening to this, you can't tell me you haven't thought about that at least once. <laughs> God, I wish I could take this shirt off in school. Yeah. Man. Yeah. It's so hot. Well, actually, I just thought of one last question, too. Sure. You know, we've, we've been here for so long, and this is one more question about tattoos. Do you think that Tattoos are becoming more socially acceptable, and do you think there will come a time in the near future that it will almost be as accepted in Japan as it is in North America? Um, I would say the twenty-somethings mm -hmm. of Japan are probably more acceptable, accept, accepting, accepting mm -hmm. of tattoos than the forty-somethings. Yeah. So until our generation is gone, <laughs> yeah. Until our generation is mm -hmm. gone, I don't think they're going to be very yeah. widely accepted here. Yeah. And even then, I don't know. Japan's really steeped in their culture. So yeah. um, it's, I think it's going to take a lot to... Yeah. 
The thing that I just don't understand about it is, is why can't people understand there's a huge difference between a traditional Yakuza tattoo and there are tattoos that are traditionally the, the designs and the mm. way they're presented uh, that Yakuza people get mm. as opposed to getting a butterfly. Right. You know, they're different, mm -hmm. you know. Yes, they, they are. really are. Yes, technically they're both tattoos, but a little butterfly on your shoulder is a hell of a lot different than getting a traditional Yakuza tattoo. Right, right. getting a big dragon wrapped around your arm. Exactly, and yeah. exactly. So that's what I think maybe they're going to. I think there'll always be, you know, policies like, no, if you've got this particular kind of tattoo, nope, you're not going to be okay. But maybe one of those little barbed wire around the... Yeah. Armies, which drive me nuts. That That's the same thing as, like, you know, the mullet was a couple of years ago. I'm so not part of the establishment that I'm going to have a mullet. Well, everybody <laughs> has a mullet now. Or like one of those little yeah. rat tails. You're exactly. like, oh, God, exactly. a rat exactly. tail. Exactly. Like, so, but like, yeah. So you're not part of the establishment. You just have something that every, everybody else has. Every douchebag exactly. has, exactly. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, the, the especially tattoo, I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> something about tattoos. Okay, something about ink. Something about, about tattoos. Well, I think I think that probably tells us that our minds are tattooed out. Tattooed out. All right. Yeah. Well, this is exactly what I wanted to ask you, and I really appreciate this because I was curious about a lot of these things, and I All think right. a lot of the listeners really enjoyed your stories, especially with the the gym. I didn't really enjoy the the feces part of it, but you know, <laughs> other than that, I think it was God extremely. Knows that swamp mess I was standing is what it was. God damn! Don't bring that up again, James. That was that was nasty. Was and that you know the worst part about it is that's a clean place. Yeah, it is. They really clean because my uh, my kids go there uh, to take swimming lessons, and so I know how how well oh, kept it's that very, is. It's a very clean place. It's very well kept, but place. it's still a toilet floor. That's true. Nah. Still a toilet. Yeah, floor. you know you don't want to have a picnic in there. Uh, a male toilet floor. A male toilet floor. Oh, I you know right. I'm hoping the the female ones are cleaner. How many times have you gone into a bathroom? <laughs> no, I'm not going to answer this question. I'm not gonna. I don't. I don't even know where this is going. I'm not Let answering. Let me ask it. it. Let I'm me not ask answering it. it. Okay, go ahead. It. Try. How many times have you gone into a restroom uh -huh. here in Japan <laughs> and you walk up to the urinal and there's a little curly hair sitting on? The I'm. Head. Oh man. Oh man. You had to go. You had to take it to that. Like, turn. dude, pee it off, would you? <laughs> anyway. Exactly. Yeah. There you go. All right. Anyway, guys, I guess that is signaling the end of the night. I think so. Dave, thanks for coming down again. I always enjoy talking with you. Are we looking at maybe two weeks again? Something like that. I mean, I could okay. probably come a little bit uh, sooner, but, okay. uh, and but we two were, weeks is a good uh, idea. I think maybe the next one should be with Tomiko. I think people want Tomiko back. Okay, we'll get her in here maybe. Yeah. We'll see how it goes, um, if we got something to talk about. Um, mm -hmm. Before we started this one tonight, you were saying we'd possibly talk about food? Yeah, I think what would be a very interesting topic for a lot of people is how our eating habits have changed since we've been in Japan. There so we long. go. There I we think go. that'd be very, very interesting. All right, guys. Well, keep your ears open for the eating habits in Japan, how yeah. they've changed over the past 20 mm -hmm. years. And I guess we'll call that a night for tonight. I think it's a very good call. All right, guys. Well, thanks for listening. Um, as usual, uh, you can download this podcast at mullysplace.com. Uh, you can find me on Facebook at Jim Mullins. You can get me on YouTube at Warmoth Strat, but all of those links are at mullysplace.com. Uh, Dave, like this. Thank you, Jim. And can I just say one last thing? Sure. Because we only have a few more hours. To oh, it's already past midnight. Happy White Day, big guy. It's it's past it.
I know, but I didn't. I didn't tell you this. You know, <laughs> I love you, man. Thanks, dude. <laughs> yeah, they, they, Dave brought me another A and W root beer, yeah, and he yeah. had a Dr Pepper. I had a Dr Pepper. All right, all right, guys. Well, thanks again. <clears throat> Sorry, let me clear my throat. Thanks for listening. This is Mully. This is Dave. Keep it between the lines.